This is the Italian Citizenship Podcast, hosted by Marco Permunian and Rafael Di Furia. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Italian Citizenship Podcast. I am Rafael Di Furia, here with Marco Permunian, Italian attorney and head of the U.S. Office of Italian Citizenship Assistance for another socially distanced episode of the Italian Citizenship Podcast. Hey there, Marco. How are you doing? Hey, Rafael. I'm good. How are you? Good, thank you. I'm doing well. Today, we are going to be talking about some of the myths that uh, kind of surround Italian citizenship and bust some of them today. Our own little episode of Mythbusters, so to speak. Uh, and then maybe get into some of the advantages of having Italian citizenship. So just to start out with something that I think a lot of younger people will be interested in uh, and potentially concerned about is the idea of mandatory conscription is it necessary for Italian citizens to go into the military? No. Serving in the military is no longer required to Italian citizens. The mandatory conscription was abolished by the Italian government in the early 2000s. I can't even remember the year right now, but it was like, I think, 2003 or 2004. So for it's not necessary for anybody who holds Italian citizenship to serve in the military. And even if you are older than 18, even if you're 40, even if you were an adult when the military service was abolished, and even if you're applying for recognition of your Italian citizenship by descent, so even if you technically are becoming an Italian citizen since birth, you will not be required to serve in the military. That's that's a really great and very, I'm sure, a big relief for many people out there. Um, but moving on to the next one, taxation. This is one thing that especially Americans are concerned about because uh, for American citizens living abroad, it is necessary to at least file your taxes and, and for some people to even pay taxes to the U.S. What is the situation for people who are Italian citizens and living abroad? Meaning outside of Italy. Sorry, just to clarify that one point a little bit. Okay, so let me start by saying that, small disclaimer, that at ItalianCitizenshipAssistance.com, we're not tax attorneys. So because the tax law in any country is very complex, for more detailed information, people should rely on the services of a tax attorney. But from my own experience, I can say that the way Italy taxes its citizens is very good for dual citizens because Italy will not tax you for your income abroad. So you will only be taxed by the Italian government if you have income in Italy. So people who become Italian citizens should be concerned about taxes in Italy only if they're planning on relocating to Italy for more than six months. That's the prerequisite so that they stay in Italy for more than six months a year and only on the condition that they, that they have an income in Italy. So if, they, if you're planning on retiring in Italy, so if you will not have any income in Italy, you will not be required to pay taxes in Italy. And this is different from what the US um, do. So the United States taxes its citizens even for their income abroad. So if you are a US citizen, interested in getting Italian citizen, citizenship and if you also are planning on starting for example a business in Italy 
so generating income in Italy, you may be taxed by both the Italian government and the US government, but there is an international treaty that will allow you to avoid double taxation up to a certain amount. So in short, to recap, if you are planning on applying for citizenship by descent, and if you are not planning on relocating to Italy or having an income in Italy, there is nothing you have to be worried about. You will not be required to pay taxes in Italy. And one other thing that I'm sure that people may be concerned about with the uh, process of Italian citizenship would be a language requirement. Do you have to know Italian to be able to get Italian citizenship? For people who are interested in applying for citizenship by descent, no, there is no language requirement. And there is a reason behind that. So when you are applying for citizenship by descent, you're actually applying for a recognition of a birth status. So you're basically going through a process for the Italian government to acknowledge that you have always been an Italian citizen, meaning that you have that you were born with Italian citizenship, which is why speaking Italian is not a legal requirement. It's different for citizenship through marriage or citizenship through residency, so for people who apply for citizenship after having resided in Italy for a certain number of years. Those people do have to speak Italian. In the past, it was not required to speak Italian, not even for those people, but as of 2018, People who apply for citizenship through marriage or citizenship through residency, they have to provide a linguistic certification proving that they are fluent in Italian. And the level required is the B1 level, which is an intermediate level. Something that also may be concerning to some people is, is it required to actually live in Italy to get Italian citizenship? For those people interested in applying for citizenship by descent, no. Living in Italy is not a requirement, so you can apply for Italian citizenship by descent even if you never set foot in Italy and even if you have no intention of ever going to Italy because, like I said a moment ago, you have always been an Italian citizen and you're just going through a process to have the Italian government acknowledge that you hold Italian citizenship since your birth. So relocating to Italy is not necessary for those people. People For people applying for citizenship through marriage, it's, it's actually also not necessary to live in Italy. So that's a very good thing for, for spouses of Italian citizens. Those people can apply for Italian citizenship through marriage, even if they, are, they have never resided in Italy, and even if they have no intention of living in Italy, which doesn't happen in other countries. I know for a fact that other countries will grant citizenship through marriage only if the spouse has lived in that country for a certain period of time. Italy does not require that. And lastly, it is of course necessary to reside in Italy for those people who want to apply for citizenship through residency. So people who base their claim for Italian citizenship on the fact that, it, that they have lived in Italy for a certain number of years which is normally 10 years of full-time residency or three years for, for people of Italian descent who don't otherwise qualify for citizenship by descent. And for those people who may be applying for Italian citizenship by descent, do you have to have all of your family from Italy 
is it required to be 100% Italian to get Italian citizenship? That's a good question, uh, which I'm asked a lot of times. No, you, it, it's sufficient to have just one Italian ancestor, one qualifying ancestor for you to be able to get Italian citizenship. So you don't have to have your whole family from Italy, even if you even have like a very distant ancestor who was from Italy, like a great, great, great grandfather. If all of the requirements are met, then you can apply for citizenship by descent. And so you were mentioning just now about like if you have a great, great, great grandparent, uh, are there any generational limits that a person should be concerned about? Another very common misconception. No, there is no generational limit whatsoever when it comes to Italian citizenship by descent. So you can go back as many generations as you like. Um, You have to start from an Italian ancestor born in Italy. And as long as that ancestor was still alive in 1861, when Italy was unified, even if that ancestor was no longer living in Italy, if all of the other requirements are met, you can qualify for Italian citizenship by descent. Of course, the vast majority of people will apply, will be able to qualify for Italian citizenship by descent through a great grandfather, but that has to do with the age of the people who actually are interested in Italian citizenship. And I have to admit now that I've been in business for almost a decade that that I'm noticing that younger people, like people in their 20s or even younger are looking to qualify for citizenship through a great great grandparent so one more generation than my usual clients but like i said there is no generational limit whatsoever so you can go back as many generations as you like as long as the requirements are met For some people at the beginning of the process, just starting to look into things, I know that sometimes, based on the information that they may see online, they start to come to the belief that it's not possible to get Italian citizenship through a female answer. What's the deal? So, getting Italian citizenship through a female is possible through a traditional process if the female in question gave birth to her child after 1948 but even for people who have a female who gave a female in the italian line of descent who gave birth to her child prior to 1948 for those people that's that's not the end of it it's it's still possible to pursue italian citizenship it's just going to be a slightly different process so we've talked about this in in other episodes um i think it was episode three where we talked about 1948 cases. So those people have to pursue Italian citizenship via the court system, which sounds like a very daunting process, but it's not. It's a very straightforward process, which normally is very successful. And now that we've talked a lot about some of the biggest misconceptions, maybe let's go into some of the advantages, some things that we've actually touched on before in previous podcasts. But what would you say might be one of the biggest advantages that may interest a person or your client base uh, that contact you when it comes to uh, Italian citizenship? I'd say the one of the first things that come to my mind when I think about Italian citizenship is 
the ability to live anywhere in the European Union, so the ability to relocate in any European country without restrictions. So basically free movement in the European Union, which means you can live in the other European countries without the need to request a visa, but also that you can start a company in another European country. Easier access to employment opportunities, uh, of course, employers prefer people with dual citizenship because they don't have to go through the hassle of um, having to request a visa to be able to hire the new employee. And what are some of the other advantages that you find that your client base are most interested in when considering Italian citizenship? Definitely uh, the healthcare. So the Italian healthcare system is one of the best in the world. I think it's ranking, uh, I think it's probably in the top three. And being an Italian citizen allows you to use the Italian healthcare system basically for free or at f- for a fraction of the cost of the US healthcare. So in Italy, we have no insurances. The Italian healthcare system is supported by taxpayers. So being an Italian citizen allows you to use it basically free of charge or almost free of charge. And if you had to say there were maybe one or two more, what would be the one of the other top reasons that you would say that your clientele has this interest in Italian citizenship? For younger people, definitely the ability to attend university in Europe, so not only in Italy, but in the whole European Union, and the tuitions in general in the European Union are much lower than tuitions in the US, for example, but also being an Italian citizen, so a European citizen allows you to pay even lower tuitions in Europe if you wanted to enroll in, 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 in a European school. Right. And of course, lo- and there's all those, uh, the, the various um, exchange programs that exist and different programs through the European Union, which also go to help students. So I can see how that would be a, a huge draw for especially American students where schools can cost crazy amounts of money. Absolutely. (laughs) And lastly, it's a legacy for your children. So people who apply for Italian citizenship by descent, they have to go through a quite complex process and sometimes lengthy process. But in the end, it's a legacy for their children because for all of the future generations, like all of the future generations will not have to go through this complex process to become Italian citizens because when you are an Italian citizen, even an Italian citizen living abroad or even an Italian citizen who became an Italian citizen by descent, if you have children, these children can get Italian citizenship easily upon registration of their birth certificate. So basically all you have to do is get their birth certificates translated, submitted to the to the Italian consulate if, if you're residing abroad, and your children will instantly become Italian citizens, again, without the need to go through any complex processes. That's, just, that's, that's a huge benefit for anybody to, to be able to not have to worry about their, their children or their grandchildren having to go through the same headache as them, because for many people, the process um, can be lengthy, as you were saying, and, and can be quite involved. 
but um, I think that's uh, that's something that any parent would or grandparent would want to do for their children or so on uh, their the future generations that come along from them that they want to try and help provide the best life and best opportunities that they can uh, and not only having not only the best opportunities, but to try to make life as easy as possible. And this would seem to be one aspect of being able to do that for them. It's something that, um, that you go through, but then they won't have to go through that same, um, through that same experience. But anyway, I think we've covered a lot of ground. And if there's anybody that is watching or listening that has any questions about anything that we've spoken about in this video or any other subjects that we've covered in any of the other podcasts on Italian citizenship, feel free to leave that down in the comment section below or feel free to contact Marco and his team directly through italiancitizenshipassistance.com contact. And of course, Marco, thank you so much for making yourself available again to answer these questions and uh, to debunk some myths that are out there and do mystify this process just that little bit more so thank you so much again and of course i am rafael di furia here with marco permonian italian attorney and head of the u.s office of italian citizenship assistance thank you so much for joining us and we'll see you all next time thank you later <laughs>